Chapter 37, Palma There were flowers all throughout their home. The Emmers were a large family, but even Palma was surprised at how many people came to deliver flowers in the wake of his mother's death. In the past few weeks, he learned that he did not know much about his mother, and given all the affectations after her death, the rabbit hole seemed even deeper. As much as he tried not to, Palma kept replaying the events in his head. It was not even a minute into the trial when he saw his mother getting fidgety on her phone. It wasn't long before she lashed at him. Palma, what did you do? She asked. Oh shit, did Flora disable the stabilizer? What's going on? She whispered loudly through the crowds. Flora's stabilizer, it's off. What did you do? We trusted you after all of this. His mother jumped to the right conclusions. It's not fair, mom. Flora deserved to know. Tinu tried to calm them down as eyes around them peeled away from the trial. Clara walked away to the edge of the box to get on a call. Palma and Tinu exchanged nervous glances, unsure of what to do. His father eventually got up and went to help. Palma followed the trial. When Flora fell off the dome, the crowds threw their hands on their heads, but Palma just stared into the distance. He couldn't focus. He knew it was a tough ask of her, but he trusted her. He looked over to his parents arguing on the side. He got up and scrambled towards them, accepting the consequential fury. Mom, I know her. Flora just wanted to do this on her own terms. She might still win, relax. She won't share any information, I'll make sure of it. Tinu followed up. Clara, nothing has happened yet. Palma will fix this. She was a torrent of fury. Luckily, she started calming down as the crowds rose to their feet. It all happened so quickly. Maybe there were pockets of memory already missing. Argent ran across the finish line, followed by Sotelo and Cassidy. Where was Flora? That made matters worse. She had not won. Shit. And then, the eight white mechs rose in front of them. After Sonia's first missile hit, the crowd panicked and ran to the exits of the box. Clara panicked, seeing her sister engage in an attack. When Mason's missile flew towards the crowd, time slowed down. This was the worst part of the memory. Palma froze, but his mother sprang into action and dove in front of her husband and son. The shrapnel hit her and left Palma and Tinu mostly unscathed, except for a few lashes. The same woman as she had always been until her very last breaths, sacrificing herself for the greater good. Gasping for breath amidst sounds of wet gargles, she died before the medics could reach her. In the aftermath, Palma and his father blurred through their apartment, he couldn't tell anymore what his eyes looked like before they were just shades of red and pink veins. Despite their pain, they had to organize affairs, including Clara's funeral. His father was at first like a deflated tire flopping throughout the home. They had talked about the incident and both of them were racked with guilt at not being the one to step forward and protect the others. His father especially so, given his tendency to live in his mother's shadow. Palma couldn't help but piece together that, although everyone around him helped cause this, his mother was also to blame for her own death. As loving as she was, she was controlling and helped shape their empire. He didn't want to think about it too much. But it was his father who kept bringing it up. Perhaps he didn't want to feel guilty about not protecting his wife and blamed her for her own demise. Both were probably true. It was the first time that Palma truly saw anger in his father. It predominantly stemmed from the volatility of the market, knowing that the Emmer's bandwidth limiter was firing off in the wake of the catastrophe. His father absolved himself from his responsibility 
and kept with the status quo because it never affected him. Now, it did. Clara was dead, and the reality of the limiter thriving in the chaos pierced his father's usual calm resolve. After days of turmoil, his father couldn't take it anymore. He would not be a coward anymore, his father told him. There was a plan, and he needed help. It's time that things changed. Palma, after hearing his father's plan, agreed to help. Sitting on chairs across an immaculate lawn next to one of the lakes, the Emmers were mourning, all dressed in black. From his mother's side of the family, he could only spot Sonia, hiding underneath a large black hat. She was alone. After the reveal, Palma eventually asked more questions about Sonia. Mother Mech surreptitiously worked with the Emmers and the Mech Institute, but only his mother and father knew who she really was. They became estranged after their parents passed away, but through mutual business interests rekindled their relationship. When he asked why it was kept a secret, his mother didn't answer. When the time was right, he would ask his father. Palma knew his mother had other family, but over the years they had lost contact, and he did not know why. Most of their family time was spent with his father's family, even for his mother. Further back was Flora. He was glad that she accepted her invite because she needed to know about their plan. The afternoon had been filled with stories about Clara's admirable life and the impact she made on the city and its people. Tinu was the last eulogist. He stood, walking to the podium with a gait that carried the guilt of his ancestors on his back. Friends and family, look around you. Tinu started through red eyes. Family and friends turned to each other. Tinu paged through the papers in front of him with a bandaged hand. Look at all the people around you. We lost someone that meant many things to many people. We lost a friend, a sibling, a cousin, a scientist, a fighter, a wife, and a mother, Tinu said, struggling. She was without a doubt a matriarch, the one holding together not just Palma and me, but also the glue for all the Emmers. She came into this family eager to learn, and she made herself indispensable. You all know that. We have much to be thankful for. She paid the ultimate price, the biggest sacrifice, by throwing herself in front of us to protect us. Tinu coughed back his fear. That being said, Clara, you always told me to stand up for myself, to do the difficult things, and here I am, at your funeral, having not done enough. Not enough to speak up, to even save you. And so, in front of friends and family, I want to make you proud. There was a murmur in the audience. Palma cracked a slight grin. Clara, I'm sorry I did not stand up for myself. I'm sorry that I did not stand up to you. You deserved a strong husband. I'm sorry that I did not stand up when I realized how much damage we were doing to each other and this city. I know you said it was necessary, but I disagreed. I was not brave enough. The murmurs turned into gasps. Clara, Tinu continued gazing at his family. I'm sorry that I never had the guts to look my family in the face and tell them what was really necessary. I'm sorry that I couldn't give you the hope you yearned for. I am sorry that I'm being selfish and using your funeral for myself. I suspect you might have enjoyed this, me choosing myself. Tinu lost control of the emotions he held at bay. I know, he cry laughed. I know that you were smiling at us. I will continue your vision of bringing prosperity to this city, and I will protect Palma. Tinu collected himself. Clara, 
When I first met you at university, I did not imagine at all that this is where our roads would lead. Despite our disagreements, I wouldn't trade a spot in this gridlock of life for anyone else. I always admired your courage, your drive, your tenacity, and I hope I can carry those qualities from this moment onwards. I do not know what comes next, but I know I will manage because you taught me and our son how to do that. Tinu said, smiling through his tears as he stepped off the pedestal. The congregation murmured. The MC thanked everyone for coming, and they all slowly got up. Some left, and others stayed behind to enjoy refreshments amidst the lakes. Tinu had said enough to make a point, but had not outright told the truth. That plan was still in motion. As Palma stood, Flora was next to him, her golden key earrings shimmering in the sun. They hugged. Palma... I'm so, so sorry for everything, Flora uttered. Palma shook his head. No, I'm sorry. He had wondered whether Clara would be dead if the stabilizer had been kept on, if the shrapnel would have been sent their way had they not gotten up. It was unknown. That, however, wasn't what Palma's biggest gripe was. It was that Flora had merely abused their trust. But he knew that before he told her about the stabilizer, it's something she would do. In a broader perspective, his family was also responsible. Flora's mother was in a coma because of them. And for that, he truly was sorry. If you followed the thread of blame, it seemed to end up pointing to everyone, even himself. Palma, none of this was your doing, okay? Flora said. Perhaps, Palma thought, but he could have stopped it. Now was the time to fix it. The plan was to share the truth. Some of it was our mistake, my dad and I. We've made the decision to share the truth to the city about the limiter after the Hope speech. We can't change the legacy of our family's plight, but we can change for the future. This might affect you and your mother, and I wanted you to know. Palma, what about your family, your father? What will happen to you? He's the one that proposed it. Truth be told, my dad had always been uncomfortable about what his family had done. He just never had the courage to speak up. It can't go on like this. Flora, the limiter has been firing on overdrive during all the volatility. My mother is dead and my family is making money from it. It's time it ended. Are you sure? Don't you need to take more time? You're still grieving. I would have liked to have more time, but others don't. They're being cheated out of their money as we speak. Flora nodded. I understand. Thank you for telling me. My mother and I will manage. I wish you were running, Palma said. Imagine if you stood on that podium and also shared the truth with the city, the impact that would have. Your mother would have liked it too since she proposed it. Flora briefly averted her gaze. I still have that choice. Palma frowned. What do you mean? Argent proposed that I take her place. The Hope Runner's office will allow it. I still have a few hours to decide. And? Flora shook her head. I can't, not with my mom still in a coma. It hurt to hear that, but Palma understood. Have you spoken with Esper? When Flora told him, he didn't respond with anger. It was the same story, knowing that his family was partly responsible. Perhaps Esper killing Mason was his way to redeem himself, Palma thought. Still, many people were dead. It all was a complex mess of emotions. The one that stood out, however, was sadness. He was still a friend, and he knew what would have led Esper to that destination. No, I've tried to contact him, but nothing. He took a deep breath 
and then hugged his friend. Despite the harrowing experience of the past few months, from being lost in a flower shop to the death of his mother, he felt grounded. At cost to himself, to tell the truth would allow others to help themselves.